With the Wales Six Nations squad to be announced next week, we focus on this last weekend to stake a claim in this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Blues fullback Hallam Amos says the change at the top of the Wales team management brings new challenges. Because of the new coaches and the new coaching system, it's different and it's exciting for all of Wales. Dragons forwards coach Kerry Jones says prop Liam Brown is developing fast. We've done a lot of work with him and he's been really receptive to all that work and all credit to him for really working on that area of his game and then he's gaining confidence from it and the rest of his game is flourishing from that. Well, Scarlett's back row Aaron Shingler is looking forward to this weekend's European clash at home to Toulon. Well, I've never had a, an easy game against Toulon. Very physical and a lot of good athletes. So I'm expecting uh, probably the hardest game of the season uh, here at the Park Scarlett. We hear exactly what it's like in the boiler room against the French sides as well as focusing on plenty of the Six Nations squad hopefuls in this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. And that's where we'll start with Cardiff Blues prop Dylan Lewis in the week he signed a new long-term contract to stay at the club. He was injured in training after the Barbarians game, so this weekend will be the first time he pulls on a Blues jersey this season. Yeah, it's been a while since I put it on. A long time coming, obviously come back after the Barbarians game with the hope of playing straight away but unfortunately I picked up that injury meant to be out for eight weeks and it's five weeks this weekend so yeah it's a lot of positive to take from it but again I can't wait to get back out there with the boys and, and add to the team as much as I can really you know we think going through all that pre-World Cup training camps and, and go through all the games and then get injured in a training week from a bit nothing really was frustrating you know, men really quickly is positive and like I said, just look forward to getting back out there. And at least I suppose you've had a break from playing so you should be uh, fresh because that World Cup and the build-up must have been quite pretty brutal, intensive. It was, um, it was very intense and, you know, it takes its toll physically and mentally. But, you know, surprisingly, we had, we had those two weeks off after the World Cup and, you know, I was rearing to go back into the Blues and... And it's, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than seeing the boys playing well, enjoying themselves, and you can't be a part of it. So you know, it's obviously good to see the boys pick up some wins, and they had a good Christmas with a you know two out of three. And but yeah, just really excited to get back out there now. Just reflects on the last few months though, because the World Cup would have been quite a quite a big experience for any player, but it seemed a big step up in your career as well. Yeah, you know, obviously going into the training camps and there was four of us and. He wasn't quite sure what was going on. There's a lot of speculation whether there's two tight heads and three loose heads, uh, two loose heads, three tight heads. And it was one of those ones where you're going in and it's a new experience for me and a lot of players around me. And you're just trying to stay fit, just do as well as you can, impress in any aspect that you can really, and just take the opportunities you're given. And you know, I was lucky enough in the end to obviously get named to go. And it was a huge experience for me, you know, development-wise and Japan and getting that taste of World Cup rugby is something you know I. You know, I'll never forget and uh, you know, definitely that's something I want to you know, try and bring forward now into the Cardiff Blues and, and like I said just try and help and, and add as much as I can to the team A lot of minutes what did that do for you? <laughs> not, not much for the lungs I'll be honest <laughs> No um, obviously played a role again similar to the Six Nations where you know, they'd come off the bench and, and there was a big emphasis on you know, the impact of the bench and, and stuff like that so obviously fortunate that only two of us went which meant there was you know, a lot of minutes for me and, and Tom Francis and then obviously lucky enough to get that start due to injury in, against New Zealand, which you know is something everyone dreams of. I think is playing against New Zealand and playing on the biggest stage in world rugby. So yeah, it was fantastic. To play them on that stage, what did that mean? It's one thing watching them on TV and then you know seeing how good they are in real life. 
just so clinical and they were a step up on that in that game on the day. But yeah, it's fantastic to see some of the rugby played and uh, it was a good experience, yeah. A lot of talk about the role of the prop changing, having to be more mobile, all in hand more, but the basics never go away. Just talk what's happened under the new regime and the John Humphreys in particular. So that week with the Barbarians, he was fantastic with me, uh, with all of us really. A lot of detail and he knows what he wants from his tight dead, which is fantastic. Changing the way he was scrummaging and what he's looking for, which is really good. You know, I got a lot out of that week. Just, you know, in, you know, in five days training, I got heaps out of it. You know, I'm looking forward to the opportunity of being coached by him again, if that does come. But I think good things will happen and it's definitely in safe hands. For those people who think scrummaging is just bending over and pushing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give any indication of what the changes mean? Some people say that you never know what happens in scrummaging unless you're actually in the scrum yourself. But... There's a lot of detail going into it. There's a lot of individual roles which are which are changing, and and it's just getting everyone on the same page really. And yeah, I can't say much else. <laughs> How about your contract, man? Tell us about that. Obviously, over the moon to get it done. It's been something which I've been talking about for a while. You know, it was never in my mind to leave the Cardiff Blues. This is well, I've been here since I was about 16, really, coming up. So it's, you know, over the moon to obviously sign and and get it done. When you look at what's been happening over the last few weeks, Liam Williams coming back. Reese Webb coming back, Josh contract signed, you just signed a contract and not just yourself but talking to the other players here and the Wales squad, does that feel like a kind of positive scene at the moment, looking forward for the regions? Yeah, definitely. Um, coming back was good atmosphere around here and obviously the likes of Josh and Harlem coming in, some new faces and like you said, in Welsh rugby, it seems to be quite a positive attitude towards things. And like you said, Liam Williams coming back is huge. And, and the chat about, obviously, Reese Webb coming back. Players coming back to Wales is only a positive thing. And Welsh rugby can only benefit from that in terms of the regions. So I think, yeah, it is exciting. We are still, you know, looking to win more games here in terms of, you know, the past couple of seasons, we've looked at the sort of 50-50, where it's been like 10 wins, 11 losses, whatever it is. So that's something we need to get out of now. But it's definitely something which is over the horizon, I feel, and we're building towards that. Blues coach John Marvel is delighted to have Lewis back in his side. Some natural progression in his game and working with Jonathan Humphreys as well, with uh, working with Dwayne Goodfield here, he certainly improved his scrummaging and that's one of the areas that he's going to set himself to be hopefully the best tight head in Wales within a few seasons and obviously his, his work around the park is first rate so he's just going to make sure he gets his bread and butter right and get his scrummaging down pat. What do you make of Leicester's form recently? They've been really good the last two weeks. You know, when you bring the quality of those international players together and they get a bit of run to play together for a longer period of time, they'll get some good results. But they've got their eye on two competitions. It all depends how serious they are on this one because if they do go further into the competition, it could impact on the strength of their teams going to some of the big premiership games uh, coming up soon. You were a frustrated man after Scarlet's defeat. What sort of areas of the game have you been uh, concentrating on in particular this week? What I was really pleased about is where we played the game. But unfortunately, we turned over the ball about 14 times, you know, within 40 metres of the try line. And therefore, you're not mounting pressure on the opposition to make an error or the referee to make a decision. So we took those two things out of play and that ultimately cost us. Overall, do you feel you've been moving in the right direction over the last sort of six weeks or so? Yeah, I think we haven't lost too many games over the last uh, couple of months. So I think we're in a pretty good position. We had 39 players out doing skills with backs and units today, so we've got a full bill of health, which is really good this time of the year. Uh, often teams go through peaks and lulls, but the lulls around this time of the year leading into Six Nations where 
you could struggle to put a, a big team together, but uh, I think we should be quite strong coming through this part of the year. And quite a few of you mentioned Six Nations, obviously, uh, selection or announcement of the, the squad uh, next week. Uh, how do you uh, assess the picture in terms of your players putting their, uh, their hands up for selection? I would hope to think that a lot of them have put their hand up for selection. I don't know how big the squad's going to be, but I think you know we'll get, hopefully, eight or nine selected in a, in a larger squad and and some of those guys obviously will be frontliners and hopefully there might be a couple that uh, slip through the, the radar and get a, a big chance for Wales. Another new face of the Blues this season has been fullback Hallam Amos. Away to Leicester is a crucial match for them all. It's a big old game for both teams. You know, they're at home. I played there years ago for Wales under-16s, I think, and it's a great, great stadium here. So, yeah, it's enjoyable. You know, that's why we play the game. That's, with the derbies, they take on a bit of a different um, aspect, and I think it's the same this weekend. You know, it's a bit more pressure, but, you know, hopefully we can thrive on that. And how do you uh, look back on your, your first period with Cardiff Blues uh, for six weeks or so? How has it been? Yeah, it's been great. It's, it's nice to get a change. You don't want to get too comfortable in any place, so it's, it's been good. And the calibre of player we've got, especially in the back three, is, is fantastic. Josh and Laney have been, have been scoring some great tries. Nipper's been on fire this year. And then you've got Aled, Jason, some other boys. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's, it's tough. The couple of losses we've had have been really close. You know, I feel like we could have, should have won all seven or eight of the games I've played, um, but it wasn't to be in a couple, but two out of three wins in, in the derbies is is okay, and it was a good performance against the Scarlets, but just not, not quite there result-wise. Only seems like yesterday since the, the World Cup, and all of a sudden you've got one more match now before the, the Wales squad's announced for Six Nations. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This um, I remember from 2015, 2016, this season. It's an interesting one, because it feels like we've been you know, in training since... Well, for about a year now, but it, I guess it was it was May, wasn't it? So not quite that long. But yeah, it's interesting. But I think because of the new coaches and the new coaching system, it, it's different and it's exciting for, for all of Wales. Yeah, how much difference have they uh, made in terms of what they're looking to do, the new coaching team? I'm, uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think this will be the first campaign where they can really you know, stamp their mark on proceedings. I think the Barbars week was, was interesting, but then... Any Barbos game, you know, both teams are going to look to chuck it around a bit. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they go with, who they go with, and I think, yeah, hopefully an exciting brand of rugby. And Wales, obviously well-blessed with, with back three players, including yourself. Uh, not so well-blessed, possibly, at centre at the moment. Has that been raised at all? What are your thoughts on possible 13-roll? Because uh, you tried it a, a few times in Dragon's Days. I, d- I don't know about personally. I think, yeah, they'll obviously look to... Maybe look for a couple of the back three boys to cover, but I, you know, my focus is on back three. I think 15's where I want to be moving forward, and and you know, I'm happy on the wing as well. So I think that's where they see me. That's what they said. You know, after the World Cup, was focused on back three. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. But if it did come to uh, 13, how much difference does that to make having to uh, adapt to different disciplines? Yeah, know? yeah. Well, as you say, yeah, I've played there in the past. I played uh, three games, I think, for the Dragons there last year and enjoyed it. I'd be happy wherever and more than happy to cover. Um, I think there are parts of that role that maybe suit my game, so yeah, I'd be happy there. You see injuries and it gives a chance for other boys to step up. <sighs> yeah, Foxy and Owen Watkin are out. Well, Foxy will be healthy. Owen will be back at some point, won't he? So there's a space there, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see, see how it goes. In terms of the World Cup, the whole time in Japan, what was the biggest thing you took up of that experience? Because it was a bit of a real rollercoaster ride in many ways for the whole team. Yeah, it's a funny one. You're away from home so long. It's like no other camp. You know, I've been away. I've been to New Zealand, Argentina. I've done other campaigns, but it was just completely different. You're just sort of stuck in this bubble. And it's so funny coming home because everyone's talking to you about this 
uh, incredible thing that it is. But when you're there and you're in the, in the hotel with boys, you know, you spent the last six months and longer with, it's, it's funny, you just get into this routine of just having fun with your mates, basically. And the old coaches were brilliant at managing that pressure and, you know, drip feeding it to us when we needed it. Yeah, it was an incredible experience. I think we'll have learned a lot. I think it was so frustrating to be on that precipice of the final, to come so close, and then to see South Africa go and dominate in the way they did was something that we felt like, oh, that could, should have been us. So I think boys will take a lot of experience from that, and hopefully in four years' time it'll <laughs> we can go one better. That's the personal frustration of the Uruguay game. It's been nice to end with the Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Often, yeah, it was just one of those games, that Uruguay game, where things <laughs> didn't quite go right for me. But, yeah, it was nice to get onto the All Blacks and give a, maybe a better uh, showing of myself out there, even if it wasn't the result we wanted. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. If the Blues need a perfect record to reach the Challenge Cup quarter-finals, the Welsh team are the best chance of the Dragons. Away to Castra this weekend. Forwards coach Kerry Jones sums it up. It's a massive game. It's over in France against uh, another huge pack, so we, we know exactly what's coming. We know that if we can go out there and put our best foot forward and put our, our performance on the field, that we can come away with the result. And you know That's not taking anything away from them. We know what challenge is ahead of us, but you know we're going to go out there and you know give it our best shot. What do you learn from the home game against them? Speed for us was a big key on that day. I think we got there and we got set uh, before them a few times. And you know, like I said, against a team that is so big and physical, you you have to move them around and you have to be a little bit quicker in thought process and in transition into everything you do. So I think that was big for us. Has Tane come on faster than you expected this season? I think he's done incredibly well. If you look at Tane, you can see he's thickened out a bit this year, bigger through the leg and getting himself over the ball a bit more. You can see in the Blues game, he got a, you know three turnovers, I think, in that game as well. So I think that area of his game has really developed. I don't think his, his speed and his footwork has been affected by that bit of extra weight, which I think is key for somebody like him. Yeah, he's certainly developing nicely. You've talked about the set piece. Can you just talk a bit about how um, Leon Brown's progressed you know, Leon's been spoken about a lot this year. It's been a, a couple of year project with Leon, let's be honest. He is very young for a tight head as well. Technically, we've been doing a huge amount of work with Leon about being able to get his body through the scrimmage. I don't want to go too technical on you, but effectively, Leon, if you stand next to him, he's about six foot three. So for him to be able to get his body through the scrum, it can be difficult because he's quite tall. So the major thing for him has been about staying really square, keeping his left shoulder down, keeping him getting himself through the scrum and letting the scrums complete because then you can see what he can do around the field. So we've done a lot of work with him and he's been really receptive to all that work and he's developing really nicely. I think everyone would agree with that. All credit to him for really working on that area of his game. And then I think he's gaining confidence from it and the rest of his game is flourishing from that. I think you look at his, not only his carry for the for the try uh, on the weekend, but he had a couple other really good carries as well and um, he's really athletic around the field. He makes some great tackles for us. So, um, yeah, he's um, you know he's a man with a big future. But the Six Nations mm-hmm. coming up is, you know, Thomas Francis is out injured. Is there an opportunity there for him, given the way he's playing at the moment? I think so. I, I certainly think Wales will have a look at him and Jonathan Humphreys has been up here and he's worked with... Leon in training had a look at him and he's you know, he's been up to our sessions quite often which is great to see so we've had the input from you know Jonathan himself and from other coaches as well and like I said it's it's all about the development of the player and it's um it's been great to see. And they've placed a great deal of emphasis on all round athletes you know, that's been the mantra since the new setups come in and I guess Leon Brown definitely. 
Oh, very much so. Yeah, well, exactly. I don't think anyone's going to question Lee an athlete. Like I said, that's all you need to see is that uh, well, he's caught a 50-meter run-in. I think it was about, come on, 25 at best. Like I said, these front row were known for exaggerating at times. So um, to be fair to him, like I said, he is an athlete and he, he has got some X factor. Once upon a time, the Challenge Cup used to be a rare beam of light in a dragon season. Having to balance stuff in the way you are now, how different is it? We're trying to create something here. I think it's you know, a really positive environment, which you'll feel when you come in through the door. And I, I think the players are really buying into that. So it's it's exciting for them to be able to go in to challenge on more than one front. Let's say, like I said, I think you know, over the Christmas period, we showed we can be competitive. We know we've got huge strides to make yet. You know, we're, we're far from the finished article. So it's for us. It's about learning week on week, and you know, we feel like we're doing that. And you know, certainly for this group again to go over to a place like Cast, you know, not many of them would have been over to to experience something like that before. And you know, having played there myself, I know it's a it's a tough place to go. It's a very different environment that you get in the in the Pro 14 as well. So it'll be a it'll be a great experience for the boys. So um, you know, it's a huge challenge and a great experience, which I think they'll be looking forward to. Locke Matthew Screech has been on the field longer than any other Dragons player this season, so he certainly knows what to expect. Every time you play a French team, they're, they're always big boys, and they? they they always have a lot of overseas players there, don't they? and they always tend to be quite big, but you know what you're going to get from them a lot of the time is straight down your throat from the forwards, so just front up, as we have been doing really, I think, and we should be in a good place. Front up early on and try and silence the crowd? Yeah, I, I was just thinking back now, when we when we played them out there, I remember we were doing the warm-up, and... Um, I literally couldn't hear what Corey was saying. He was calling the line-outs. I literally couldn't hear what he was saying because they were so loud. I'm expecting it to be the same again and just enjoy it, really. It's one of them occasions, just like Claremont last year's stadiums that you just go, want to love to go and play in. Like, I'm looking forward to it. And if you get anything out of this game, you're strongly placed, aren't you, to, to go through? Yeah, exactly. We've put ourselves in a good position in our group. We've got two games to go, NSA at home and this Cassius game, so you know, hope we, we get in for the win, but hopefully we'll get at least something if we don't. You come off the back of a successful Christmas derby period with uh, two wins and an away bonus point? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think we were pretty unlikely not to get three, really, when you look back at it, now three wins. Um, it's been a very successful period for us. I think the boys have done really well, um, really bought into what Dean's brought here, and I think we've fronted up really well doing the derbies. It's been hard work for yourself this season. Told you spent more time on the pitch than any other dragon. How's that uh, feel? Ah, yeah, I joined it. Um, I think I guess the same happened. Kind of last year towards the end, when Corey was injured, it was. I guess I was playing quite a lot, and then again, again this season, I've been playing quite a lot and I'm enjoying it. Touchwood, I'm, I'm not hurt or nothing like that. So long may I continue. Playing in what is it? Like in the thick of it, in terms of these games, it's mad, isn't it? It's always what you what you think it is. They're big up front, typical aggressive people and stuff like that. The French teams and the crowd is always amazing. When you walk into the stadiums and there's there's thousands of people walking around. It's like an international game. I, I, I obviously I'm not I'm doing an international game, but it's like there's that sort of feeling on it. Yeah, I love it every time we go over there. We always tend to do quite well and in these sort of games and looking forward to it again. Trying to have success in this competition over your period, but does yeah. this feel a little bit different because of what's around it? Because the rest of the season seems so much more solid. Yeah, like you said, we've we've done quite well in this tournament, semi-final a couple of times. You know, hopefully we we'll, can replicate something like that again. Um, yeah, and like you said, we're doing well in, in the league. We've again a couple of wins there, you're in there and stuff like that. And it's just nice to turn our attention to something else now, I guess. Um, 
the derby games is quite a really intense period and things like that. And it's you know you don't have much training because the games are quite thick and fast. And then we've got these two games now. It's totally different sort of competition. It's just sort of fresh approach to something. And for yourself, you obviously came in as a as a youngster and you've had your injury problems as well. You yeah. You're sort of entering your, your maturity as a secondary. You talked about not having played international rugby. Yeah. Yeah, I think... That door's still open. Uh, well, yeah, I hope so. I, I always put my boots on to think, you know, I, I always want to be the best I can be and go as, as far as I can go. Um, until the day I'm not playing rugby, then I'm hoping, striving for those achievements, really. But what be, will be. Prime aim is to play for the Dragons and do as well as I can for the Dragons, play as many games as I can and put in good performances. That's my sole objective and whatever happens, happens then. A good attitude which we can also expect at Parker Scarlet's this weekend when they host Toulon. Bakro Aaron Shingler is delighted to be going into that game on the back of a derby win at the Blues. The result was obviously what we wanted. Performance was, was slightly down from the Ospreys game, but obviously, you know, take the four points all day. Yeah, and obviously back into Yivra. I suppose it's a winner-take-all game in a way, isn't it? And... Exactly, yeah. You know, I think we're in a tougher position than we have to win. Obviously, we have to win the, the following week, but this is a massive game, you know. If we, we lose, we're out. So it's, it's an exciting week. Obviously, Toulon are in good form at the moment, winning games, and what sort of a challenge are you expecting from them? Well, I've never had a, an easy game against Toulon. Very physical, and a lot of good athletes. So I'm expecting uh, probably the hardest game of the season uh, here at the Park Scarlet. You didn't play last time, but the boys are obviously unlucky out there. Is it like a sense of unfinished business as well? A bit of an edge after that game? Yeah, yeah, obviously we're unlucky out there. Uh, red card cost us, and we lost by one point. So obviously you go into this game with uh, plenty of confidence. At the moment, form at home is, is very good. So hopefully we can continue that. How do you uh, assess your own form? Because it must be difficult coming from the World Cup. You know, it's obviously going to be really sort of draining. How, how have you found the sort of coming back to regional level? I think I'm doing all right. I wouldn't say I'm at my definite best, but I'm getting there. I'm feeling pretty good on the field. Uh, so it's just about building, really. How have you found under Brad? I mean, obviously, it's, I suppose it's a bit different to wing. Yeah, very different. Uh, the squad's a lot bigger. You know, you can't really afford to, to play bad because there's, there's, there's a lot of good players in in each position so um, you know, building nicely shame he's obviously going but the squad here is definitely building yeah, you said it's the, it's the biggest squad um, you've probably been involved in um, yeah. how do you assess the competition in the back row you've got Blade Kasim's playing well and some, some great youngsters yeah, yeah. I said to the coaches that's what was first game that I played I felt under pressure because I knew who else was playing back row that's how I feel you know taking the field every week knowing that um, even though I've been here a while and you know normally get the starting spot, it's definitely not guaranteed because there's there's a lot of good players. What are your sort of long-term goals now? I just want to be playing well. You know, I'd like to be playing for a few more years here. So it's just about week by week for me, really. Play as well as I can. Hopefully, I can get an international setup. But uh, goals really haven't changed. You know, for me, it's the same. You know, play well and and hopefully you guys get picked for big games and international honours. Second season uh, in succession now. That's the boys know a coach is leaving is that, is that tough at all when it comes during the season? It's not tough it's just a bit of a disappointment really because you can see there's, there's a good squad sort of morale here and it takes a while to build you know because different patterns different mm. philosophies you know to get it right first year you know it's, it's difficult you look at Wayne he took a couple of years and when we got to where we needed to be we, we won the league so um, 
as I said, it's going to be a shame to lose that problem momentum and start again next season. Two years ago, obviously, that must be one of the highlights in the Scarlet's jersey, isn't it, don't you? Uh, against Toronto that game. Yeah, great occasion, big crowd, and obviously got, got the win, you know, and the same, the quarterfinals was a great occasion, and that's what we won this year, really. Uh, I know it's obviously the, the lesser competition, but I, I still think crowds will want to be seeing these big games. So hopefully it will be big crowds this weekend as coach Brad Moore chases silverware in his only season at Parker Scarlets before taking an assistant role with the All Blacks. We've had a good festive season and um, uh, like you say, you know, you head out wanting to, to win every game and win every moment, but when that didn't happen at, at Rodney Parade for us, you just regroup and say, well, what, what's coming up? So, um, you know, we respected every game and it's a really exciting period to be involved with. In terms of the Blues game, how do you assess your performance? Do you think it's yeah. a... It's a good place that you, you won and you probably can play better again. Yeah, yeah, good answer. That'll do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought uh, we weren't at our best and, and uh, there are areas that, that we know we need to be better at, but uh, it was also a really willing game and uh, probably what's really a typical uh, derby-type match uh, for us to win at Cardiff was really important. A big swing game in the, in the pool uh, and nice to go into the, into the European window now of two games with that bit of wind in the sails so an excited group and, and a really pleased group to have the win and celebrate that and also to get back into work on, on Monday and, and work out how we can be better. And uh, Toulon are in good form, uh, what sort of a challenge are you expecting on, on Saturday? A oh, hell of a challenge, uh, pretty famous club aren't they and they're full of big name players and, and our side's strong as well and the squad's in great great nick so um, you know, almost a full muster to pick from which is uh, exciting for us so similar challenge to what we faced in, in Toulon I'd expect uh, just we get to do it at home this time Obviously the Six Nations squad's coming up they're going to be announced soon there's a lot of talk about the centre positions I know it's ultimately up to Wayne but Steph Hughes is he somebody that you think could step up oh, given the chance? Absolutely he's been outstanding he's um, probably change his name to Steph Glues. He's, he's a bit of a glue man for us, isn't he? He's um, do, doing everything right. He's an um, outstanding man. Son-in-law material, really. He just doesn't... I, don't, I haven't seen a fault in him. Um, <laughs> so he's a great guy to be in amongst. And on the field, he's just taking his opportunities. He's, he's been man of steel for us and, and just gets so much right and accurate in his game. And it's no surprise because he, he does a hell of a lot of work and his preparation is outstanding. And, um, and he's very, very proud... Uh, Scarlet's club man who wears his heart on his sleeve and, and uh, thrives on putting the jersey on. Since your announcement that the squad, the way they've reacted, obviously they've taken it in their stride and the performances yeah. have shown that over Christmas. Yeah, I look really um, humbled by the support from uh, inside and outside of the club. It's um, been quite quite amazing and we've got a sensational group of people here that love coming to work and high-fiving each other and bouncing off each other's energy. And, Although uh, not surprised by the effort and the, and the performances because there's a lot of people um, other than myself putting a heck of a lot of great work in and, and getting these guys ready to, and a great group that's buying in. So although not surprised by the performances, incredibly humbling and, and, and it's just great to see that the machine rolls on. And not that you weren't determined before, but is, does it make you doubly determined that you're fighting on both fronts? Incredibly motivated, but I'm motivated every day. You know, I love every day and love... love uh, coming into work and sort of carpe diem type stuff, you know, we want to win the moments and, and uh, enjoy being in those and the challenges that, that our uh, industry provides us with. Hand on heart, can I just say it, it's every day is like Disneyland coming in, into work and um, the ticket to get in is still working and, uh, and um, love the door opening every morning and, and these guys are, are great to work with as are, as are my colleagues, so we're determined full stop. 
So much to look forward to with all three Welsh regions in the Challenge Cup chasing a quarter-final spot, while the Ospreys look for some redemption in the Champions Cup. There's the Wales squad for the Six Nations in next week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. But until then, goodbye.